about the promises. What does the word of God, what does God say about us or what does he promise uh, for us or to us as we live our life for him? And, and, and the text that we've been surrounding this series is, is from 2 Corinthians 1.20, which says this. It says, for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. Uh, This morning, I I wanted to share or have a conversation with you this morning and and give some real practical tips, some some even some how-tos this morning. On, on what, I think it's a big issue that, that I know I've just found in my life, and, and, and I'm picking you're the same as me, that you've discovered in your life as well, is that there's times in our lives where we feel alone. There's times in our journey where we, we, you might have said this, okay, God, where are you? And, and, and we, we seem to flick between whether we're, if, if things are going tough or things are going, are, are going hard and life is maybe not going our way, is that like, God, why have you left me? All, the, all well knowing that the promises of the word of God for us is that he will never leave us or forsake us. Have you ever been at a set of traffic lights that are out of order? There's a, I remember we were living in, in, in Morito one time. We were in at the botany shops, and that's a really big intersection there. And, and you drive up to the intersection, and there's cars just piled up in every direction, and there's this, this amber light is just flashing like this. It's chaos. It's like nobody knows where to go or nobody knows when to go. Uh, and and the, the people are like, they start and then they stop. They get into the middle and they stop and they're looking around it. And, and it's just absolute chaos when a traffic light is not working. And it's one of those things, I don't know about you, but when I was sitting at the traffic light, even though there's lots of people around me, I felt so alone. It's like if I go, if I start, is that person going to give way to me? Is that person? In the old days, they used to make it easy, right? Because they used to have the police officer with the white gloves doing the dance, you know, doing the maca, maca, that thing, that dance, and, and like come and go, and like there was somebody directing us. But, but in the, this new age of, of our world, we don't have those people anymore because they don't know what to do and how to do it. But, but we just trust and rely on traffic lights. But what happens when they're not working the way we think they should? It's chaos. We don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. We feel all alone by ourselves. Are we going to get through this intersection safely? I, I think you're the same as me, is that, is that when, we, when we discover pain in a situation, there's something inside of us that all of a sudden gets confused and says, like, God, why did you do this? Why did you allow this? Why, God, God that, it shouldn't have, uh, I should have been the one to get the promotion. Or why, why weren't we the ones to get picked? Or, or God, why did you allow this to happen? And when, we, when we're having painful situations or in a painful environment, the first thing that I think that our enemy, the devil, let's call him who he is, the devil, he comes to tell you this lie that you're alone, that God has left you. That's why it's happening. And I think it's something that we all succumb to, like, like coming to that traffic light and having that, that, those thoughts, and we're just like, okay, what do we do? Maybe it's true. They're out of order. Where do we go? See, I think one of the greatest promises that I want you to, well, the greatest promise, I believe, that I want you to leave this place knowing today is that God is with you. His word says he will never leave you. His word says he will never forsake you. And no matter what we're going through, where we are, what we're doing, His word is true that he says, I promise you like this. 
I promise you, I will be with you always. I will never leave you or forsake you. But our, our environment, we always measure it on our environment. How are we feeling? What is happening to us right now? And I want us to, to, to think about or to discover, to understand today uh, some truths that how do we build this understanding of that God is with us? What do we do? And I, I kind of feel like I've kind of been on a bit of a, a series myself and trying to set you up for the year. Trying to set you up to that, that you don't have another 2020 and no matter what happens in 2021, that the way you reacted or the things that you journeyed through there, that maybe you, you'd learn something from there and do it differently here. So I want to I set you up for this year, that you may, may know what it is to flourish this year, that you may know what it is to conquer some things this year, that you may know what it is to get through maybe, maybe, a, maybe a tough year ahead and say, Wow, God, I knew you were with me all through it. That we could honestly stand back and say and see the goodness of God in every situation that we face. Because here's the thing, right now, right now, I just, there's, so there's about seven or eight scriptures that I just pulled out, and I'm going to overdose you on some scriptures right now, so get ready, get ready. It's like if you've got an umbrella, not that you do have an umbrella, but if you did, you'd turn it upside down and catch as much of this as you can, because scripture assures us that God is with us, that God is with you, that he will never leave you or forsake you. So here we go, here's the overdose. Are you ready? Get ready. We're going to go through this really quickly. Joshua 1 verse 9, it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Take it on board. Isaiah 41:10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be, uh, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Take it on board. Someone received that this one. Deuteronomy 31.6. Do not fear or be in dread for them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. There's more. We're halfway through. Zephaniah 3. I sound like an auctioneer right now. <laughs> Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. Hebrews 13.5, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Romans 8.38, for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers, I've got to breathe here, nor height or depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Did you hear that? That nothing will be able to separate you from his love. Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through fires, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I hope you're starting to get a bit of a picture that God says he will be with you, that he will never leave you or forsake you. See, in all things, in all things, we are more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror through him in Jesus Christ. See, see there's a couple of things that, that the presence of God helps us to do, that when we know and understand that God is with us or that God is with you to equip you with confidence to face any challenge life represents. 
See, the truth is we live in a fallen world, right? We live in a world of, of where there's hardships, where there's tragedies, where there's sickness and, and death and betrayal. And, and all of those things uh, come our way. Sometimes they're, they're inescapable. But, but we do not do this life alone. He is with you. Hold tight to his promises. The second thing is this, is that God's presence, when we understand that he is with us, that he will never leave us, God's presence is with you to empower you to accomplish all he calls you to do. See, the Holy Spirit is here to put some dynamite in your life and in your, in your journey with him. It's like the power of God is, is the Holy Spirit lives inside of us when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The, the truth is that the old is gone and this God does a new thing in our, in our lives. He, he totally transforms us from the inside out. And the Holy Spirit helps us to do what God has placed upon your heart that in our human sense, we could never be able to do. God is with you to empower you. So, so let's, from, from, let's learn to walk confidently in his promises. Let, let's feed upon the promises of God that he has for us. Because the truth is, the word of God says this, that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And, and now, uh, this morning, uh, this might be a bit of a, a shorter message, but I've got three quick-fire things that, that I, I want to kind of put out there for you to, to, so you make the decision. Uh, that it's not the pastor, it's not Daryl telling me I need to do this again, like he did last week or the week before. But, but if you want 2021 to be, to be different, to be more empowered, to understand fully the presence of God that he is with you every day of the week, wherever you go, I, I believe there's three things, three disciplines, three basic things that, that we can do that will help us to understand, to know in our knower that's our Kiwi's thing, isn't it? Our Noah, to know in our Noah that God is with us. Really basic talk, but be intentional. I, I want to encourage you. We, we talked about generosity a few weeks ago. Be intentional uh, with, this, with this message this morning. The decision is yours. The decision is yours to take the first step. So here, the first thing is this, is that I, I believe that, that we can learn to know that God is with us by conversation. It's how we know God. And and this is all about prayer. This is all about our time with him. And if you've ever been to a courthouse, there's a judge and there's lawyers there. There's a real formal kind of language that, that happens there. There's, there's like a protocols and everything that happens in a courthouse seems, seems very formal and almost like it's, it's read out. And See, see I, I, I choose to believe that, that God, like the Bible says in Genesis, that God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the night in an amazing garden. See, I, I think God, you could, could you imagine walking along there? Just, How's your day been? Oh, great. Yeah. God, I could do with some, something else to eat rather than plants or maybe some meat or something sometime, but it was, but it was great. Can you imagine like the relationship? I, I think God wants more, more relationship from us and not religion. Religion, maybe, and maybe you've come from that, like a, a traditional religious kind of background, and, and that's cool. Uh, I, I choose to believe that, that God doesn't, doesn't necessarily want my religious duties or my religious things that I do under compulsion or because I have to, but he wants to have a relationship with me. 
So when it comes to prayer, I think it's, I think it's not, not like a courthouse prayer where there's a formal language. I think it's a conversation, a continual conversation that, God, I'm really angry today. <laughs> See, I think it's about being real with our God. He, he's not surprised when you're angry. He's not, like, hasn't slipped off his throne because things have happened for you and you're, you're getting a little bit ticked off today. He's, He's a good, good father that loves you, that said he will never leave you or forsake you. I, I think it's about having a real conversation, a real relationship with a loving father. And it's about prayer. It's about, and when, sometimes when we, when we hear that, we're like, okay, well, we've got to pray. I think the thing is, you don't have to pray. But if you want to know God better, if you want to know that he never leaves you, have that understanding, prayer is a great place to start. It's an awesome place to start. And just like for you, and whether if you're married or you've got or great friends or whatever, conversation is a, is a thing that is just not done out of protocols or a certain language. It's done out of love and realness, authenticity. Here's a tool for you. So next Sunday, next Sunday the 7th, we are, we are starting our 21 days of prayer. And, and next Sunday when you arrive to church, we're going to have two prayer booklets that you can, you can take home with you. One of those is, is going to be a prayer booklet that teaches us how to pray, that teaches us some strategies to, to pray. So you can take that one home. And, and the second book is, is going to be a little bit more of, okay, today we are praying for this. Today we are praying for that. And, and so can I encourage you, be intentional next week. Grab some prayer books and start that journey. Learn what it is to have a continual conversation with a loving, loving Father for you. Here's the thing about the Word of God. The Word of God says that in, in John, it says that, that, uh, that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word of God, the Bible, is not just a novel it's not just another comic book with pictures or it's, it's, it's Jesus in flesh. If you want to know him more, if you want to understand that he is with you, we have to get it into us. So, so come on, next week, next week, why don't we take on uh, the, prayer, the prayer journals that come and let's really jump into that. The second thing is this, is that we learn to know that God is with us by connection. A connection is how we understand and we know who God really is. Now, now I, I don't know about you, but I actually really enjoy biographies or, or real stories about real people, whether, whether that's on a movie or, or to read this. It's amazing how people, uh, some of people's journeys, so what they achieve or what they go through, what the, some of the, the obstacles that they face and they persist through, but I think one of the things that I love about biographies is, is, is that when you actually look at I, I love the values that people display, like persistence or patience and, and, and values of, of loving one another, loving others, and, and keeping going, determination, trust, and faith, and, and all of those values that, that people use in their lives or on display in people's lives is, is incredible. I think that's the thing that really touches my heart, and, and, and so I've discovered that the Word of God is Jesus in flesh, and, and if you really want to know God, we, we have to get it inside of us, and, and, and because here's the thing, the Word of God uh, it teaches us how to know God and, and how to discover the freedom that he's placed in us. 
Uh, how, how we can discover the purpose, the, like the why I am here on this place. It's all in the Word of God. It's living and breathing and active. How we make a difference in our world is the Word of God. And I've got to say, I'm not, the, not a great reader. Uh, I, I, can, I can read okay, but I'd rather be out playing rugby, or, well, it's not rugby at the moment, but, but playing, playing sport or doing something else than reading. But I have discovered this. If, if I want to stand strong, if I want to stay firm, if I want 2021 to be different to next year, that the Word of God is the only thing that I can base my life on. The truth. The way, the life, the word of God. It, it, it helps us. When we get it inside of us, it, it's, it's a manual for living, but it's not just a, a manual. It's alive. It's got, you could come up to, after the service, and if you would come up to me and say, hey, does the Bible say anything about this? I, I'm, I'm so confident that the Bible has something for every situation, that, you, you, that anything that you face, that I face or going to face, we will find answers in there. Can I encourage you this year? Can I encourage you this year? Let's get into the Word of God. I, I, I probably, I feel like I'm harping on uh, sometimes because I'm, I'm speaking to myself. The Word of God will change everything. The Word of God will help you in hard situations to know without a shadow of a doubt that He is with you. That He is with you. Here's the tool. Here's the tool I want to want to give you for that. And and it's simply uh, the Elam Christian Center app. On the app there, you will discover uh, the U Version Bible there with many many different versions of Bibles. But here's the great thing. On, on the app there that you can download even during this message using our free guest Wi-Fi if you like, uh, is, is some great reading plans. There is a reading plan for everything, for parenting, for feel, when you're feeling lonely, for when, when you're going through health issues, when you, if you want to do a study on, on, a, on a particular book of the Bible. There's great reading plans. It's an incredible resource that if you tap into, if you be intentional, it will make a difference in your life. Why don't you download it after church or check out our Facebook group. You'll see it on there. A, a practical tool to help you. Here's the thing. If you're not a great reader like me and you spend about 17 hours in the car every week, it will actually read the Bible to you as well. You can listen to it, audio Bible on there as well. Come on, come on, make this year to be intentional in your faith walk to come, become stronger in your faith. The third and final thing is this, is that we learn to know that God is with us by Commitment. Commitment is how we belong and we grow stronger. This year, on the 11th of November, Denise and I will be married, have been married 27 years. She met me when I was five, and it's been quite, quite an amazing journey on there. And, 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 but the thing, the thing that, that I, I, I recognize that, that every day about the commitment that I've I've made to Denise to honor her, to serve her, to protect her, is this thing on my finger here called a ring. Every morning I get up and I, I, I see that, and it, and it kind of it reminds me that there's a sign of the commitment that I've made to, to Denise. Commitment today, in our world, just check out social media or online, or commitment is something that we can make today and break tomorrow, or or that we can change, and, and please, uh, I'm, I'm not putting uh, a downer on anyone here where, 
where some of these situations haven't, uh, haven't worked or you're on a journey with that. But I want to talk about commitment to God. Commitment to gathering. A commitment to Him. And, and this morning, I, I, just, I just kind of felt to, to put it out there that in, in our culture, to commit to anything for a long term or for our lives is, is under threat, is, is being challenged. But, but here's the thing, to know that God is with you is to be committed to God and to build your life following Jesus. See, to know God is, is, is with you is to be committed to a, a gathering together. Maybe like this, if, if this is your church home, make Sundays a priority together. It's like the dressing room of, of a sports team where we can come and we can find support and care. We can hear the Word of God. We can worship together. We can be inspired for our week. Our, our heart is, is that that every time you come, we're expecting you to come and we're, we're, we're trying to do our, our best to give you confidence that when you come on a, on a Sunday that you can invite your friends and, and we'll, we'll do our very best to share the gospel with them, to give them a, a great time, but to, to welcome them just as our family. See, commitment starts with this thing. It, it's like the list of where you put things, like, like commitment to gathering, commitment in small groups. I think, I think if if you really want to see God do something in your life this year in a powerful way, in a new way, in a fresh way, is make gathering together, whether Sundays or small groups, or make it a priority. Who knows? The reality is we don't know if, if there's going to be another lockdown. If there is, you can't gather. And it's in those times when you all of a sudden think, man, I, I miss getting together. So, so what, I, what I'm trying to say is, is that, hey, let's place a gathering together as a high priority. Let's, let's place it on the top of our list. Let, let's, let, let's not make it, put it in third or fourth place if we feel like it. If it's, if it's not raining, we'll go. But, but let's put gathering together as a priority because it will strengthen you. It will feed your spirit. Just being in that atmosphere inspires people. Why don't we close your eyes right now as we come to a close. This morning, it's, it's kind of one of those days where, where it's like, God, we, I need to hear from you this morning. I, I kind of felt that there was people here today and you're, you're right in this place. It's like, God, are you even real? And this morning, I, I want to promise you this. That the Word of God says when you draw near to Him, when you draw near to God, that He draws near to you. And my prayer for you this year is that you will understand and that you will know, no matter what 2021 throws in it, that you will have a confidence that God is with you every day. That He is empowering you, that, that through that connection with Him, through His Word, through, through prayer, through gathering, that you will be strengthened uh, so much so that you will face and be empowered to face anything this year with the understanding that the Almighty God is with me. He will come to my aid. He will rescue me. He will empower you.
So Father, I pray right now for every person that is, that is feeling alone or struggling right now, oh God, that, that Lord, today, Lord, that, that we can intentionally take some tools today that, that will strengthen us in our walk with you, oh God. Lord, I pray for, for prayer lives to be sparked again, to be fresh and to be enlightened again, Lord Jesus, I pray. For that commitment, Lord Jesus, to, to gather, to, to read your word, to, to pray, oh God, that Lord Jesus, you would speak real clear, I pray. Hallelujah. Maybe you're here this morning and you might say, Daryl, I've heard all those things before, but... But I'm not even there yet. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a part of a, the family of God. And, and this morning, can I say that God, He sent His Son Jesus to, to this world to carry your debt. That's called, we call it sin. It's the sin, this, all the stuff that separates us from God. That, that Jesus come to this to earth to take your debt, to pay your price on a cross. And He did that, the sins of the world. And when he was placed on a cross and he died and he rose again. And when he rose again, he rose victorious over sin, over its power, over your life and my life. And he offers us this gift of, it's called salvation. It's like that we would be redeemed, that our debt would be paid and we would know freedom and liberty in Jesus. And this morning, if you're here and, and you can say, Daryl, I've never never accepted Jesus or that gift that he's got. Can I, I'm going to invite you to do something real, real simple. And it's wave your head is bowed and every eye is closed. All I'm going to say, if you want to say yes to Jesus today, just pray this prayer silently in your heart after me. Pray this. Pray, dear God, today I choose to follow you. I give you my life. Forgive me of my sin, the things that have separated me from you. Today I believe that I have become a child of God. Thank you for loving me. I choose to live the rest of my life for you. In Jesus' name.